Hi, everyone. Thank you for hitting play on this episode of Who's You, the visual and performing arts podcast from Chandler Gilbert Community College. This month, I'm super excited to be talking with Haley Hines, who has one of the coolest and most unexpected jobs out there in the world. Haley is the art specialist for the Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. Yep, you heard me right. The airport hires artist-minded folks to manage their art collections. I think that's super cool. In her job, Haley oversees nearly 900 works of art in the airport's collection, as well as curates rotating exhibitions in their numerous art spaces throughout the terminals at Sky Harbor. Haley has graduated from Scottsdale Community College and Arizona State University, and I'm super happy to hear about her path. So let's dive into the interview. So can you tell us a little bit about your job? Yeah, so um, I work for the Phoenix Airport Museum, which is located throughout Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport, and my title is Art Specialist, and that means that I curate art exhibitions, um, I do some art education, I do graphic design and tours, and I install, so like a lot of museums, I, <laughs> yeah. I uh, wear many hats, and so like working in a lot of other museums too, um, we have a fine art collection, like most museums. Uh, we curate themed exhibitions. We borrow from local artists and um, other local museums and galleries and cultural institutions. Um, but you know, being at the airport, it's a, an extremely dynamic environment. Sure. Um, and navigating art at the airport can be uh, quite a challenge. And there's there's 40 museum spaces at at the airport, um, and some of those are galleries, but some are like display cases and um, art niches. So, um, you know, it's quite a challenge to even get artwork into the building sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> exactly, we have yeah. to work with like airport operations because you can't just like pull up to the curb with a 10 foot box <laughs> truck and unload a, a one ton sculpture. Do they sculpture. have to like scan it and stuff? Like, or, or like? Well, we usually have to have like an airport operations person there to uh -huh. supervise it if we're doing something like that. But I, I mentioned that because that actually just happened okay. uh, last week. We had a, a one ton sculpture <laughs> delivered. And <laughs> so there was a lot of other people involved that aren't museum people. But um, yeah, sometimes we have to bring artwork through security um and then just like navigating the airport with people that are carrying luggage and totally. are looking at their phones and they're kind of in a scramble so yeah imagine a museum environment that has all these other things going on and having to bring artwork through um and yeah the, the airport never closes so there's never a good time to to bring in large artwork yeah. or you know just a lot of artwork for exhibitions yeah. um and our spaces never close and another thing is that while the airport feels very big brother, like everyone's always being watched yeah. and monitored, we don't have any gallery attendants oh. <laughs> or security in our display spaces. So um, we have to protect the artwork from, from theft or damage. Sure. So um, that adds a whole nother level to installation at least. Wow, so, that's, yeah. that's wild. Well, and I think it's so fascinating. You know, one of the reasons I reached out to you is I just think it's... Um, I think it's really fascinating just to think about uh, that it's a choice to, to put art in places that aren't just specific art galleries or art, right? So putting, like having art in places that there already are people. 
mm-hmm. and the power of that. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, you know, before we started recording, we were talking about, uh, just, you know, I'm just thinking about like, you know, how many people even like a display case, a gallery, whatever, how many people in a year are interacting with the art that you're, that you're putting up in the airport? I mean, it has to be, you know, a staggering number more so than a lot of major museums because it's in this place that isn't, you know, you don't have to go to see art. It is art where we already are. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. And powerful. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Um, That's definitely one of my favorite parts about bringing art into the airport is um, how many people we get to introduce to Arizona culture that are just traveling here. And even if they don't leave the airport, even if they just have a layover, they'll at least have an introduction to you know, some of the local artists or, you know, some of our, our themes that are more geared towards the Southwest. So yeah, it's really important to bring art to the airport. What do you think the most fulfilling part about your job is? Um, well, I really, I really enjoy all of those challenges I was mentioning before and like creative problem solving, but, um, doing all that work and, and bringing it seeing it all come together and um, seeing travelers enjoy it so much is so so fulfilling for me but I also really like curating really accessible exhibitions Um, it's not really the place for you know uh, really to you know political or you know (laughs) since uh, it is city owned Um, but getting to highlight some really unique aspects of Arizona is um, one of my favorite things to do. Like, I recently did an exhibition called From Studio to Street, and it was uh, nine local muralists or oh, graffiti artists. You yeah, saw yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was their studio art, but it kind of encouraged people as they're traveling and visiting Phoenix and Arizona to look around and see all these artists that they might have seen at the airport, and now they get to see them on city walls and in public spaces. So bringing a little bit of the city indoors. Sure. Um, And another fun one that I did recently that I really liked was called Art on Deck, and it was five artists who had painted um, skateboards. So it doesn't always have to be this, like, you know, really, I don't know, just this esoteric idea of what an exhibition is it can just be something really like fun and accessible and yeah and relevant yeah no I I think that that's fascinating and I I love the idea that it like um (laughs) I recently uh was coming back from the east coast and I got stuck in the uh in (laughs) start that's my baby sneezing uh (laughs) I recently got stuck in the airport in uh New Haven Connecticut and I was like there was a moment where I was like, am I going to have to like spend the night here? It's when we had a really big monsoon and so that like couldn't land in Phoenix. So we were like, they didn't let us take off. And I just kind of like for about two hours, just kind of walked around the, around the, around the airport. And it was, uh, everything had closed at eight o'clock, like all the restaurants and everything closed at eight o'clock. So I was just kind of like walking around and it was like, uh, it made me think about the Phoenix airport and how like, um, how unique it is in that it, it, it has like, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty engaging space. And I think, uh, the art plays a, a really big part in that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, Sky Harbor and the Phoenix airport museum has one of the oldest and largest airport art programs in the country, oh, really? but we're not the only ones of San Francisco has the largest and they're actually the only museum accredited program, Whoa. but they have about a staff of 30, and, um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Um, it's a full blown museum. 
And yeah. And we actually have, um, a group. I just went to a conference a couple, well, last month. Um, but it's our arts and airports colleagues. So there's a lot of different airports that have some, some degree of a program. Not all of them are a museum, but there's a lot of music programs like um, Dallas, Fort Worth and Austin have pretty big music programs. Um, but yeah, there's different galleries at different airports, but it's, um, I think there was about 40 different airports that met at this that's cool. conference. So yeah, it's, it's that's a thing. Awesome. Yeah. That's really, that's really <laughs> cool. That's cool to hear. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your educational path? Yeah. So, um, I started out at community college at Scottsdale community college and, um, I, I thought that I should study something more practical (laughs) that, you know, there's a stigma around studying the arts, or at least there was in in my family. Um, But so I started studying nutrition, and then I just thought I would keep art as a hobby. And um, I did take some, like, illustration classes and um, cartooning, but it was really when I... um, started getting deeper into nutrition that I realized that I would be working with sick people or people in hospitals. And I'm just such a empathetic person (laughs) that I, I think that would crush my soul having to do that every day. Um, so yeah, I just said, you know, what the heck I'm going to, I'm, when I go to ASU, I'm going to study, um, art administration is what I studied. I'm not sure if that's even a program anymore. Uh, I think it became museum studies, but when I was there, it was a mix of um, some studio art classes and also just like Herberger Institute of the Arts classes, but also some business classes. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that program. And now I just, now I think of nutrition as a hobby. So (laughs) the tables have turned. (laughs) The tables have turned. Uh, Is your family supportive of what you do now? Yeah, yeah, they are. And um, yeah, something I wanted to say about that is that I I think my family was just, it was misunderstood of what people can do with an art degree. Um, Yeah, it's not, it's not so black and white that if you get an art degree, that doesn't mean that you will become a full-time artist. I mean, that is totally a possibility if that's what you want to do. But I honestly think that that when your parents say that or a family member or, you know, whoever says that, that the job that, you know, your parents want you to get is out there in yeah. the arts. Like totally. they, there are um, city jobs and there are government jobs and there's jobs in airports and hospitals and architectural firms and corporations yeah. and universities. Yeah. You know, there are some really academic positions and, you know, there's, Creative people are needed everywhere, and um, you know there's it's there's so many opportunities out there for for artists and, and yeah. creatives. Well, I, I mean, I know you know you think about the the era of COVID. It's like you know when COVID shut the world down. It's like our society turned to the arts. I mean, you think about like all of the. Th- it's funny. I was talking to students. <laughs> Sorry, that's my baby. <laughs> she's um, like COVID. <laughs> she, she's like, oh, he's talking about this again. Um, you know. Uh, I was talking to students about this of like, you know, think about what happened when, when kind of the world, the world kind of shut down, we couldn't go to work, we couldn't go do all of these other things. You know, we turned to things like Netflix and Mm -hmm. Instagram and, you know, and you think about it, it's like, you know, people, people that work on the production of shows on Netflix, 
they probably have degrees in the arts. People right. that run social media marketing for major companies have degrees in art, right? And it's like, um, I think it is such an interesting thing of like, uh, you know, I, I was recently talking to a colleague who is who's a, a, a published writer. He writes novels and uh, we, we were talking about being an artist, like, um, like being an artist, like living off of your art and only living off of your art. Mm. I can't think of a more terrifying thing in the world than being like, <laughs> I have to raise my family, I have to pay my bills, I have to pay my car payment, my student loans, with making pictures and selling pictures. Like, right. I would be too terrified to even make a picture. Mm-hmm. I would like it would take all of the joy out of it for me. You'd you'd have to be a salesperson you'd at that to point. Be a salesperson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, right. uh, yeah, it would be it would be so it would be so terrifying. Um, but don't get me wrong, there of course there are people that live off of their art and they're probably very happy doing it. But I often think like the the benefits of what you get out of an art education is creative problem solving, mm-hmm. right? Creative problem sol- solving and critical thinking. I mean, that's like art education right there. Exactly. And I actually don't know a job that exists out there in the world that doesn't need those skills. Right. Right. So I always, that's what I always tell students is, you know, especially at the associate's level or the bachelor's degree level, like if you want to, if you want to focus on art, focus on art and see where it takes you. Mm-hmm. You know, it might take you to art and it might take you to something else. Who knows? Um, you are not the first person that I've interviewed that started out in you know, something completely different than what they ended up in. Right. But I'm sure they had an interest all along, totally. you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like we, we fight it and we suppress it, but it, it comes out eventually. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, uh, what skills would you encourage a young artist to learn in the year 2022? Yeah, I, I love this question. Um, and I think that what I learned as, as a student, but it would also apply to emerging artists is, Focus less on on what you will do after you get the diploma or you know when you when you make it it's yeah. it's that when you're an emerging artist or when you're a student that there's so many opportunities for you and that um, just ask to get involved ask to you know volunteer for something or have a mentor um, yeah explore different different paths and um, you know take take different gigs and try them out. And if you don't like it, then at least you probably met someone who it will come full circle down (laughs) the line. But um, yeah, if you wait until what you'll do after you get a diploma, um, I I just feel like there's, there's less opportunity for you to explore. And, you know, I reached out to so many people when I was a student or really more museums because I was interested in museum studies and just said, Hey, can I, can I volunteer for this event? I did four internships while I was in school, and um, I installed part-time for um, Scottsdale Public Art doing their biannual event, Canal Convergence. Oh, but yeah. but by the time I graduated college, I you know I had a full-blown resume. Totally. And I became kind of interwoven in my field before I even graduated college. So yeah. I just think that's such an important thing for for young people to think about is um you know asking like can i if you want to be a muralist shadow ask the shadow ask how if you can help and you know that's i mean i think it's uh, yeah i mean that's like such good advice that's amazingly good advice i mean i think like as you were talking i was thinking about um the yeah the power of like just reaching out and um i remember when i was i mean i was probably in my second year of undergrad uh, 
you know, as I've always been interested in landscape photography and, uh, <laughs> my all time favorite, uh, photographer at the time was Mark Klett. And I remember mm. just emailing Mark Klett. Um, and it was, I mean, it, to me, it felt like, like I was like emailing the most famous person in the world. But if you really like, think about it, right? Like Mark Klett, yeah, he's a very famous artist, but he's like, he's local. He's local. Yeah, right? like you yeah, could go he, to his house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not like, he's not like. Brad Pitt famous, right? Like, it's not like everybody in the world knows him. Like, we're probably the only two people on this block that know who Mark Klett is. But, you know, he was this person that, you know, I was I looked up to. And I reached out to him to ask him questions about a project that he did. And it was like, it blew me away that he emailed me back. And it, I yeah. think that was like such a lesson of like, one, the world is smaller than you think it is. And like, people aren't like, people are really like, eager to share their information and their knowledge like people want to help somebody that's coming up and and wants to learn right right and it's like uh i also think about what you said and about um you know reaching out to people and asking to intern and asking to you know shadow somebody it's like i think something that uh is always really important that i try to encourage young people to think about is we define our community right like our community could be our neighborhood our community could be all of the valley our community could be all of arizona right we get to choose who our community is and it's like it's active and when i when i was an undergrad and i reached out to mark clett he became a member of my community right right and it's like that was just upon me i mean you don't sit around and wait for you know somebody that you that you admire or somebody that you want to learn from to reach out to you because like they're just not going to you know right. not because they don't want to help you but because they don't know that you exist right exactly yeah and, that's such a good point and it's you know and i get that 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 stuff is is scary for young people but it's so important and it's like uh i think it's i think it's i you know i don't i can't think of one example of somebody reaching out to somebody for help somebody that has more than they have in the world of art for help and them not getting it or right. having a bad experience yeah or just saying like Hey, I'm I'm interested in this. Like that's that's such an honor for the person on the receiving end of like, oh, they they saw this and like I'm I'm an influence in in their world. So, yeah. of course I want to share that with them. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone seems to be really receptive when you just say, "Hey, I'm I'm interested. How can I get involved in yeah. any way?" You know. Art is communication. I mean, mm -hmm. right? Everybody who makes art is trying to communicate to something to somebody. If those somebody's then turn back and say, hey, I'm interested in that thing that you make. Let's talk more about it. I mean, that artist is going to be like, awesome. <laughs> you know, the art did what it was supposed to do. Right. Um, it, that's, that's like a benefit for all. Uh, and I think it's, it's really, uh, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not being passive about your life. I think it's being very active and saying like, I mean, I get that being young, it's, it's hard to feel like you're in the driver's seat. And especially... You know, I think um, I would probably get in trouble if I said this too many times or too many places, but, like, one thing that, I, that drives me nuts about higher education is the focus on, like, the job. Mm -hmm. You go to school to get a job. And I get that, right? We live in a world where you have to pay bills and you have to make money and you have to do all of those things, and so you need a job. But I always think of it as, like, and I always try to get students to think of it as, like, no, you're going to school to learn the skills that are going to be applicable to getting a job but they're also going to make you a, a good person, right? I mean, I think about studying art, it's like, it's it's a little bit of, like, subversive empathy training, right? You're, you're I get to sh show students art from all over the world that other people have made with other perspectives and other thoughts, and they get to, like, put themselves in that place. Like, that's powerful. That's huge. Um, 
and you know, I, I get it that it's a little bit of a, it's, it's a little bit scary because of how much our society focuses on. You go to college to get a job so that you can make money and, you know, do all of that. But, uh, what a stressful thing we ask students to do. Like, 18 years old, like, tell us what you want to do for the rest of your life. Right, right? yeah, it doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> it does not work that, like, like that. And, uh, you know, our, our parents know a lot of stuff, but there's some stuff that our parents don't know about, and sometimes that's where they kind of fall short, is um, they want us to be really successful, but sometimes it takes, you know, like, you got to kind of, I mean, you were kind of talking about, like, Go find out, you know, go find out what it looks like and what it feels like to do these jobs. Or yeah, because like, you might not like it. You might not like it. Right. Like, and then find you out spend you all this time. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. find out what you don't want to do. I like that. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think that's, like, huge. And the diploma is not just, like, the key that unlocks the door either. Totally. Like, there's so many people that I, I know, like, I don't know. I thought that when I first started going to school. And even, sure. even with all my experience with volunteering and internships and you know, jobs, part-time jobs that I had during college. Then I got out of college. I'm like, okay, great. I have this, <laughs> all of these resources and this paper that says all the things I did. And it still was really difficult for me to, to find a job that I, I thought that I deserved with all of the totally. work that I did. But all, yeah, that's not, it's not the point. And, um, you know, there's all these different stepping stones that you don't you don't see exactly the whole picture until much much later like what going to school and like what these problem solving skills are that you learned and how you can apply them to different things that aren't just art yeah 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 i think every level of my education like i started out of community college went to a art school and then got my master's degree i don't think i understood how valuable the previous step of my education was until i got to the next step and looked back and was like Oh my god! I'm glad I had that experience because that was like that prepared me for what I'm going through now. It's like it's hard to you know it's hard to know it's hard to know where you're going, right? right? <laughs> and, yeah. Um, you know, it says somebody that you know we're two people that already have jobs in the arts. We we feel that way, and it's 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 hard. It's it's a little bit of um, you know I'm not a very like spiritual person or anything, but like there is something about like you know uh, finding out what you want to do. And kind of committing to that. And it's just crazy. I've just seen it too many times work out that the world kind of just catches people. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're doing what you really want to do and, you, and you're passionate about it, like, the world catches you. Like, it just, it just happens. It might not be the exact thing that you're looking for, but it, like, it ends up being, like, you can work in the arts, right? There, there are jobs in the arts for people. Yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't start out going to college saying, I'm going to be a curator at an airport, you know, like, uh, and I just, like, learned it. Even after college, I, I learned of it, but I kind of got in this field where um, I was really interested in programming public spaces and, and kind of, like, exposing people to art, not just, like, in a museum or a gallery where people were, you know, had that intention of, I'm going to see art today. I, yeah. I liked, um, I got to work for Tempe Center of the Arts, which, you know, has that space at Tempe Center for the Arts, but they also program two spaces at the library and the post office. Oh, so I yeah. really enjoyed like those little, those little spaces. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, it's, it's really interesting to think about, like, you know, you mentioned, you know, kind of the, the art that you, that, that gets shown at the, at the airport, right? It's not going to, you're not going to be showing this like controversial, you know, uh, art that's really like, you know, uh, shocking people, right? Yeah. Because it's not really the venue for that. Um, but 
but then you know but then also to think about like uh it's i mean kind of there is still it's not like you're stripped of power there's still a lot of subversion in what you get to do and you get to expose people to thoughts you get to expose people to like to art i mean i just think about like some of the art that you've shown at, at the at the airport it's like it's also none of that is also i wouldn't necessarily say like the the graffiti art stuff is it fair to say that that's what it is the graffiti art yeah i don't know if i'm using the right word. yeah like there's a lot of subversion in that there's a lot of there's a lot of layers in in graffiti art and the history of it and the practitioners of it that that is a little bit edgy right right and it's you know i get that it's not confrontational and and i'm glad that it's not confrontational in, in the space of the airport but you do get to give a huge amount of people a look into a world that they might not know anything about mm -hmm. and there's there's like real power in that like it's it's uh i think about what you do is like you're an educator i mean you're educating people that don't even know they're being educated right with, with what you do yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah so in your professional opinion how do you think art affects culture yeah, I think that's a that's a great segue from what we were just <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about. Um, well, for one, my first reaction is that art is culture; that it's it's the physical manifestation of culture. But I also think that art affects culture of a space, and that's sure. kind of how I like to think of the airport. Um, that it just has bringing art into a space like that just has the unique ability to to influence the space and. And to humanize it. Totally. So, um, you know, something that would otherwise be gray and beige and maybe <laughs> kind of scary, because I do think that the airport at times, you know, there is an intimidation factor there. Of... As somebody with anxiety, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. I'm right. scared of the airport. I, sometimes yeah. I'm even going through TSA, like, did I take my pocket knife out? Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I think that's why it's so important to to bring the the human element into the airport with art. Is that, um, yeah, it just it humanizes it with with beauty and um, with different characteristics of our city oh. and state. And like that's that's what our mission is: is to um, promote Arizona's unique art and culture. So oh. everything has to be tied into Arizona, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, it would be a pretty sterile place. Totally, yeah. And I think you all do that, like, you, you all do that on a in a very, like, nuanced way. I mean, it is all very, like, Arizona-focused, but in a, like, not, it's not as, like, I don't know, it's not just, like, you know, I don't know, it's hard to say. It's, like, it's not just, a, it's not as typical as, like, sunset photos of yeah. the Grand Canyon. Right, it's right? not all Arizona highways. <laughs> yeah, it's not Arizona highways, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you do it. You, yeah, you're like, uh, you know, Arizona has a very rich history and culture in the arts, and I think you all are tapped into that. And it, it could be very easy, and I think there are other public spaces that they just have kind of tapped into that kind of, you know, surface level. I think about, um, you know, I'm from Montana. You know, there's a lot of that there where it's, it's like, very, like, uh, it's just kind of, like, uh, decoration art it's not mm -hmm. you know there's not as much as easy listening easy listening art. yeah <laughs> it's like elevator music art right mm -hmm. and you could do that it's um but i'm 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 always uh whenever i'm at the airport i'm always happy to see uh how thoughtful you all are with what you show yeah so, thanks yeah. so much yeah um all right well thank you for sitting here and talking to me and uh willa uh yeah. willa made some some appearances <laughs> on, on this episode uh but hey that's what happens yeah all right she's
Well, thanks so much for, for doing this podcast too. Yeah. I think it's such a valuable resource for students and, you yeah. know, people that are emerging artists. So totally. So this is great. Thanks for having me awesome. on. Awesome. All right. Take care. You too. All right. Well, I think that was a great interview with Haley that really illustrates how diverse jobs in the arts can be. If you think about it, public art is all around us, and someone with training in the arts often makes it, chooses it, and manages it. So I just want to thank Haley for making time to share her wisdom with us all, and I hope next time you fly out of Sky Harbor, you get to the terminal a little bit early so you can check out the amazing work Haley and her team do to bring meaningful art to the airport and enrich the travelers' lives that travel through Sky Harbor. So check back next month for our next interview episode and I'll talk to y'all then. Take care.